0: Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch
1: here and it is Thursday after the Daily Show, which can only mean we're talking UFC. What's going on, Mason?
2: I'm doing all good, brother. How about yourself? Man, I can't complain at all. Uh, No James today, Mason. You're the Iron Man this week. I know I'm quite disappointed in James not showing up. It's it's not on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, he's busy. He's trying to graduate here. Indeed. Yeah, all right. So we'll let, we'll let it
2: slide this time. How have you been? Yeah, I've been all good, man. I can't complain. I've had a few press conferences I've attended. I was at the Bellator press conference last night with Chris Cyborg. So that was a good experience. But, yeah, I'm, I've been busy, but enjoying it. Did you talk to Cyborg at all? Did you ask her any questions? Or Yeah, I asked her about what she learned from the Nunes loss. So she just said, "Quick, quick overall, basically, winning and losing is part of the game. Oh, so she gave you a (laughs) non-answer. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Get used to it, man. You're going to be a journalist. You're going to get non-answers all the time. Indeed. (laughs) Oh, man. So, do you just want to jump into it? I think we got a fair amount of bets this week.
2: Yeah, may as well get straight in, obviously. This weekend, Rob Font versus Cody Garbrandt. A a decent card, to be fair, following the pay-per-view we've just had. And we've seen some good fights last weekend, but... Let's get straight into it. Main event, Rob Font versus Cody Garbrand. This one, I'm really looking forward to for two reasons. I'm a big fan of Rob Font, but I'm also a big fan of Garbrand. And it this fight is good, but at the same time it's bad because I, I want to see one of the guys get back in... Well, Cody get back in title contention and then Rob get there. But I also don't want to see one of the guys lose, but... It's a fight, it's going to happen and I think over the past couple of fights, well, excluding his last fight, we've seen Cody get too, too into the fight where he's throwing wild swings and he's deceptible to get caught, but we, to be fair, we did see in his last fight he was a lot more patient, so it now it does depend which Cody we see. Do we see the Cody that fought against Pedro Munoz and TJ Dillashaw or do we see the Rafael or version of Cody Garbrandt and... Either way, it's going to be an exciting fight because if we see the Asunsal version, we're going to see a very good fight on Cody's half where he's calm, collected, and he's picking his shots right. But if we see the Pedro Munoz version, it's going to be exciting just to see see him throwing all hail to the wind. But to be honest, I think Rob Font's going to be destined to be in these top top fights in the next coming years. I do think he he is something special, and we seen in his last fight against Marlon Moraes he was able to get the job done and quite quite well, to be fair. Because I'm I'm sure it was first round, I believe he knocked Marlon Moraes out, and obviously Marlon's a very tough guy. So I personally didn't expect him to win the fight against Marlon at that time, but now I've realised that he's he's here for the long run. And to be honest, I think he can catch Cody. And that's what I'm kinda of worried about for Cody. I think he will could be deceptible to be to being get caught. So and I do think Rob will catch him. So I am gonna go for a Rob Font via second round TKO. Oh, gotcha. Second. All right.
1: I'm on the other side. I kinda of like Cody here. He's uh minus one oh five or thereabouts. hmm Rob font's minus one ten. So this is a hell of a fight. This is this is really, really close. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little bit of money on Cody to win the fight. Gun to my head, if you're going to make me pick a side, I'll go Cody by, uh, by decision. But yeah. yeah, I think this is going to be a hell of a fight. And I, I'm, I'm just nodding, Cody. You're nodding Rob Font. Uh huh. All right. I like it. I like it. A disagreement on the main fight. That's, that's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got?
2: Uh, do you want to go for the Colby next, or should we just get my bets out of the way and go to yours?
1: <laughs> uh, whatever you want to do. If you want to talk about we'll, the
2: co-main, we'll, we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll go on to the co-main. Obviously, I'm not going to try and pronounce her first name, but Jan is against Carla Esparza, and we've seen from Esparza in the past, she is an extremely tough girl in, in the octagon, and this one, I don't know, to be honest. Well, I've got a feeling, but I think I think I might go for one of my wild bets today. I think <laughs> you know where this is going, Arch. Yeah. I yeah. think I think... She, she's on a four-fight winning streak at the moment, Carla Esparza, last time out winning against Marina Rodriguez, but that was way back in July, I believe, and we've not seen her since, so that is quite a lengthy layoff, so it, I know James is a big believer in ring rust, so is that going to make a difference? I know it isn't as long as other people, but could it make a difference? But my, my thought behind the whole pandemic and not competing for a while is how much are they improving and not how much are they missing the action so i think she could be improving quite a lot and i'm gonna keep it short and simple for this one for myself i'm gonna go for carla esparza via a decision
1: that's a lean right you don't want to bet that one you know i'll bet it you are gonna bet it oh very good yeah i like carla esparza as well she's catching plus 112 plus 100 depending on your sports book. Great value play there. I don't even, you know, you're not eating any chalk. You're getting a plus line. So just bet it. Money line it. Carlos is to win. If you want to make some real money, follow Mason and, and do the decision.
2: Good good yep. stuff right there. I love that fight. Indeed. All right. What else you got? Did you say you had the Justin Taffer fight? Yes, I do. Let, let's go into that. Obviously, Justin Taffer last time out was, I believe, back in January. And he... Well, it went a different way than what he planned. I'm sure he lost the fight via a decision, but it was a split decision. And I remember watching it because it was on the same card as Max Holloway and Cater, I believe. And I personally had him winning the fight and not Carlos Felipe. No disrespect to Carlos, but I did have it going for Justin's way. And to be honest, his time in the UFC has been a bit... 50-50. As we speak, he's had three fights within the promotion. He's lost 2-1-1. The one he won, he he won via TKO in the first round. So I don't know how we're going to see this one play out because he's against a very tough guy in Jared Van Der Aar and he's no guy to mess around with. There was talks of him potentially fighting Britain's Tom Aspinall after his last fight against Sergei Spivak, but obviously... That was if he won and he didn't win against Sergei. So that fight hasn't materialised yet, maybe in the future. But this one, this is really tough just because we've not seen the best out of Justin Taffer yet. And likewise with Jared Vanderaar, he's had two fights within the UFC. One of them was on the contender series, which he won, and the other against Sergei, which he lost. So it all depends who comes out with the better game. And I've got a feeling Jared Venera may get the job done on this one. I think he's striking. Maybe I think I think Justine's got the more power, but I think Jared might be more technical with it. And I think Jared Venera will get the decision win on this one.
1: Decision win. All right. Gotcha. And are you? Is this a bet, or is this? You're just leaning this one, right? I'll lean. I'll lean this lean one. Lean this one. Lean decision. All right. No, I think so. I think, Jared, there's a ton of value here on Jared. He's plus 155, uh, 150. Ton of value there. I love the value play here. So, again, I'm I'm going to moneyline Jared here just to win the fight. Gun to my head, I would go decision, but I don't need to. I'm catching a nice plus line. (laughs) All right. What do you got up next?
2: Well, next up, I've got Felicia Spencer and Norma Demont, and I don't think we've seen Felicia Spencer since her loss to Amanda Nunes within MMA, obviously. She competed on submission, gra- sub- submission Underground in a grappling belt back in November, December time, but pure MMA, we've not seen her since way back in June, so it's almost a year, and that was when she lost against Amanda Nunes, and as we know, there is no shame whatsoever losing against Amanda Nunes. She's the best female fighter we've ever seen, and I don't think anyone's coming close to her on, on this point but I don't I don't know Felicia like I was saying before it, it with other people it depends what they've learned during their time away obviously near a year out has she improved or is she going to have ring rust but I, th- I think she would have improved but Norma Dumont who she is facing is no woman to overlook as such She she's 5, five 4, 5 and 1 so she's it's either four and one or five or one. I can't remember, but I'm I'm not sure how it's going to play out this one. Five one. I, th- I think I think Felicia's going to get it done because I just think I think her experience may be a bit more. I know it's not as many more fights, but she has got a bit more experience than Norma, and she has been in these big fights like against Chris Cyborg and against Amanda Nunes. So. To, again, to keep it short and simple, I'm going to say Felicia Spencer via Decision. Decision.
1: On one, All right. Yeah. Let's do it. So uh, Felicia Spencer's minus 185 and Norma's plus 158. I just, I can't get there. I, Felicia, I, I just can't envision her being minus 185 to almost any fighter out there. It seems like it's too much. So in a value bet, I'm going to take Norma to win uh, win the fight, plus 158. So we're on opposite sides again on this one. <laughs> I think you're probably right. I think Felicia wins, but I love the value Norma's bringing to the table here. So, money line her, lean decision.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. I'm loving it. We don't. We need, we need James here for the tie break vote. I know. <laughs> ah, but we know about James. He sees a plus line next to a fighter. He gets nervous. He gets scared. Indeed, he does. <laughs> yeah.
0: Alright, what's
1: up next?
2: Well, next up for me I've got Jack Comanzer versus Edmund Shabazian and I was quite good this got took off last weekend's card, I believe it was supposed to be scheduled for, but hey ho, we've we've had got it added onto to this card and I'm not gonna complain. We still get to see the fight. It didn't get scrapped, so I'm glad on this one. Obviously we seen back in August, I believe, Edmund Shabazian against Derek Brunson and Edmund suffered his first professional loss within MMA and it was I'm sure it's quite a brutal one. I'm sure it was by TKO or something along those lines. And I don't know how he's going to bounce back from that and what changes he would have made because a loss like that could change a fighter's mindset. But I don't know. Because as, we, as we've seen with Edmund, he's fought some tough guys in the past, Brad Tavares, Jack Marshall and Darren Stewart, just to name a few. And he, he's he's won all those fights I've just said. And a lot of them by knockout TKO and he's a very good striker, Edmund, but on the opposite side, you've got a very good grappler in Jack Manson. Last time we seen it, seen him was against Marvin vittoria I believe, and to be fair, he did get dominated in that fight. But before that, we seen him against Kelvin Gastlem and he got the first round submission. And this fight, I'm really, really intrigued because nine times out of ten, when you see a grappler against a striker, it'll go the grappler's way. But this fight could go either way. But I do think Edmund's mindset is going to be a bit different than when he fought Derek. Obviously, he's now been defeated. He's not defeated anymore. He's he's wary of of power because I know Jack's got some power in his hands as well. He's not solely a grappler. But if I'm being honest, I think Jack's going to take him down and get the submission. So I am going to go for a Jack Hamanso via second round submission.
1: Oh, nice. Submission in the second round. Got Got you in. Locked it in. Um, I love Jack in here, man. Plus minus one fifty six, I think there's a ton of value there. So I'm gonna follow you here. I'm betting on Jack, even at the money line at minus one fifty six. I don't think that's too big of an ask. I don't think that's too big of an ask at all. Uh, gun to my head, I would you know go with a with a finish. I don't know, probably submission. Right, that's his wheelhouse. So I'll submission here. But I I, I still think minus one fifty six. Go ahead and bet the money line. You still have value yeah all right what's up next
2: well last thing that i've got on my card is ben rothwell and chris barnett obviously ben Ben rothwell was due to fight a couple of weeks ago i believe or it may have even been last weekend but it didn't happen so i, I was i was quite gutted about that because i remember speaking and i was excited to see ben fight because i do enjoy watching him fight but he, he was scheduled to fight Felipe Linz I believe it was and that fell through quite a number of times and then Askar Mazarov was supposed to be his next opponent again that fell through and now Chris Barnett has stepped up and it looks like that one is going to go ahead and I do feel for Ben obviously these past four fights have been pulled either via the card the fight being changed to a card or opponents pulling out so I do feel for Ben on this one but I just think he's going to be eager to get back into the octagon. We've not seen him since September, October time, and that was a loss against Marcin Tabura, and I think he's going to be desperate to get back in there, get back in the win column. And with Ben, I really do think he will. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it short and simple again, because I know we've still got a few more fights, but I'm going to say Ben Rothwell decision. I think, I think the short notice as well for Chris is going to be a factor that isn't going to go in his favor in this fight. I do think that if he was scheduled to fight him after a six-week camp, it could, it could be a lot different. And I'm probably saying the, an answer that James would probably say, The I'm not a fan of the short notice in, in this fight, so mm-hmm. I am going to go for Ben Rothwell via a decision.
1: Yeah, I, I agree 100% on this one. Rothwell's minus 345, so that's a lot of chalk. Uh, Chris is uh, right around 290, plus 290. But I do think Ben wins. I do think Ben gets it done. Uh, In my mind, minus 345 is not too much to lay to win 100. So I would feel comfortable with that. Uh, I'm not so sure about the decision, though. I think this might be an early finish. So that's kind of where I'd be leaning. Yeah. I think Ben Rothwell comes out. He's got to be fucking pissed, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. He's going to come out with a bad, bad attitude. And I think uh, Chris is unfortunately going to be on the receiving end of that one.
2: Are we getting a round prediction here, Arch? Fuck. I,
1: I'm ter- uh,
2: Second. Sure. Why not? One through three. Oh. Yep. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, you got anything else?
2: Um, no, that was it for me. I know you've got a couple of fights. I you to. two
1: talk. I wanted to look at. Uh, let's see That's here. Good. Let's see if I can find it on the board. Court, McG- Court McGee versus Claudio Silva uh court Ooh. mcgee is minus 110 claudio silva's minus 104 this is going to be one hell of a fight it looks like and i'm going to give it to court mcgee here minus 110 not too chalky at all go ahead and risk it i think court mcgee wins the fight what do you say
2: i i was going to say court mcgee to be honest but yeah. seeing as you've said it i'm gonna edge over to claudio Silva what Either the way, fuck? I, do, I i do i do think <laughs> it's going to be a close fight like the odds suggest yeah. And he, I think it could go either way. I was going to originally edge towards McGee, but you've gone for him. So I, I'm going to just go go for the opposite guy to you on this one, Arch. Oh, so other well, other you
1: you got to bet it then. You got to bet it. You can't just oh, lean I, it. i bet it. Oh, okay. I'll bet that.
2: I'll right. bet that.
1: <laughs> I think decision is probably the play here. I think uh, no yeah. matter who wins, it's probably going to the judges. And, uh, you know. Good luck with that. You never know how that's going to go.
2: <laughs> Indeed. As long as the certain so when he's not there, we should be all good. <laughs>
1: yeah, you shall not be named.
2: <laughs> all right.
1: One. Last fight for me. Yancy Medeiros versus Demir Haddock. Had-
2: Had- 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 we'll just say Haddock. Had- uh, Hadzavik Haddock. Yeah. W- one of them.
1: Yeah. So uh, Demir's minus 133. Yancy's plus 116 or thereabouts. I find a lot of value in Demir here, uh, minus the uh, minus the 133. I do think he wins. I do think he gets it done. So I'm going to jump on him. Minus
2: 133. To be honest, I would agree with you on this one. I was going to say Yancey, but I, I, I do think Demir will get it done, to be honest with you, Arch. I think I, I'll, I'll bet a decision for Demir.
1: Oh, you're jumping on it with me. All right, decision. Uh, uh prediction on how the fight's gonna go um <laughs> this is tough this is real tough uh i'll go decision I'll, I'll go decision as well it looks like these two fighters are pretty well matched but i do give the nod to demir here yeah man that was it wham bam thank you ma'am we just banged right through this whole card that's a lot of bets on the table though
2: Indeed, remember if we had James on, we'd hit, would be hitting the forty-minute mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, James is a fan of uh, verbosity, that's for sure. Yes. So, uh, are you doing when you're when you're doing these interviews at the press conferences? Are you doing this under the sports sesh umbrella, or is there somewhere else?
2: Um, yeah, at the PFL and Bellator press conferences, I'm doing it under the sports sesh just to try and get us some more eyes, obviously. I don't know if you see we're almost at episode 50. I may be recording episode 49 tonight with a female PFL fighter. Nice. Well, I I'm not 100% sure yet if she is available. She's going to let me know soon, but even next week or the week after we're going to be hitting that big 50, episode 50. Look at
1: you, just just racking them up. So you're at sports sesh for that and you're doing some reporting for some other places too, right?
2: Indeed, Overtime Heroics, you can catch me over there doing some interviews. There could be some big ones lined up for the future, so make sure you guys go check that out.
1: Nice. Very cool. You're all over the place, man. Indeed, I am. All right. Mason, get the hell out of here. Cheers, man. Take care.
0: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.